Hey guys, if you haven't already, check us out on iTunes, leave a comment, subscribe, tell everybody that we're best friends. If you don't want to download the show, go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, stream the show on YouTube. We want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate. Go to lootcrate.com slash mega64 to sign up for a new, cool, exclusive package sent to your house monthly. Stuff from DC Comics, NASA, Marvel, and more can be right at your doorstep if you go to lootcrate.com slash mega64 and sign up. Go home. Go home. All right, guys, and thank you for listening to episode 16 of the Go Home Show. I am Eric Bedour. I'm here with my best friend, my tag team partner, my co-host, uh, the man of my dreams, uh, the bearded wonder, uh, an incredible salesman, and a man that you can meet at Anime Expo come July 4th weekend, Brian Abu Chakra. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing very swell. Yeah? Oh, you're doing swell. I'm swell and dapper. Ooh, damn. Mm-hmm. I'll bring the sass to this class. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, welcome to the Go Home oh, Show. man. Uh, so, in case you guys hadn't seen from Mega64, we are going to be splitting up for some conventions coming up July 4th weekend. Uh, you can come out and see me at uh, RTX in Austin, Texas that weekend. And uh, if you happen to be in LA and you're going to Anime Expo like a nerd, you can meet uh, Brian mm-hmm. and you can say hello and you can buy a t-shirt and a cool, probably exclusive DVD. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've never had a booth at Anime Expo. This will be our first time. So, so this will be a first and Brian is there to... Uh, to inaugurate and to help yes. to make sure everything goes swimmingly like he always does uh, at conventions. <laughs> uh, are you excited about that? I'm very excited. Yeah. Somebody asked me on Tumblr, they're like, oh, Eric and Rocco said that you guys are uh, splitting up. Why did you choose Anime Expo over RTX? Yeah, Brian, why did you choose that? Hentai. Oh, dude, that's actually a good reason. I actually am hoping that I can talk to Rocco right after this and switch mine, too. Yeah. Because I don't think Rooster Teeth has any of that. Mm-mm. No tentacle girls. Uh, and that's all the stuff that I like. Nah. That's, is that the thing? Yeah. That's, I love that. Mm-hmm. I don't like real girls at all. Mm-mm. I like cartoons. Yep. So, shit, I fucked up. I'll, I'll buy you a body pillow. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. See, that's why we're best friends. Mm-hmm. And you guys can leave reviews and let everyone know that we're best friends on iTunes. <laughs> Just, just say, wow, hey, this, this week leave a review that says, wow, I can't believe Brian bought Eric a, an anime body pillow. What best friends they are. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, so we're going to be um, out. I'm going to be at E3 and uh, going to be out most of the week next week and everything. So we're going to be recording a little bit early. Uh, we'll still have a new episode for you next Wednesday, just like usual. But uh, we are going to be doing a paper review. So get your, um, get your reviews into us as soon as possible for Money in the Bank 2010. That Money in the Bank 2010 is going to be what we review. We have to get in the mood yep. for, 20, for 2010. We have to get in the mood for Money in the Bank. We actually have to get in the mood for 2010 and Money in the Bank. Yes. Because time, uh, as you know, is cyclical, mm-hmm. and Money in the Bank happens once a year. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually really excited for this upcoming Money in the Bank because of what happened on Raw. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be really crazy. But guys, Money in the Bank 2010, write us your reviews. Let us know what you think. Uh, we actually got a lot of suggestions. We uh, did. We had a couple of people suggest Money in the Bank just to get us revved up for this one. So we thought, why not be make it the first one? Make yes. it the first Money in the Bank, the inaugural, not the inaugural match, because that was always at WrestleMania and stuff. Yeah. The inaugural pay-per-view. 
So uh, get on WWE Network, review it, uh, write in to go home show at mega64.com. Uh, get it to us as soon as possible, and uh, we will review mm-hmm. along with you guys and have a new episode for you next week. Yeah, so, get them into us. We don't want to miss out like we did last time. We got like three as after, we were recording. It was like, ah, no, dang. So just as soon as possible. Yes. As soon as possible, as soon as possible. We're, we're archiving them. We're going to hang on to them. We're going to print them out. We're going to have them all in front of us. Mm-hmm. Review match by match with you guys. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited for Me Money too. in the Bank. I yeah. think it's going to be really I think cool. it's going to be a good pay-per-view. Yep. But let's get to what's leading up to Money in the Bank. Um, first, we had probably one of the best events of the year, honestly. I, yeah. I, I think one of the best wrestling events I've seen in like a while. Me too. Um, it can't, not counting like independent shows where everyone's doing flips and crazy yeah. shit. Uh, the best, one of the best WWE shows I've seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. NXT TakeOver. Uh, really, really impressed with NXT TakeOver. What, what, just before we even start, your overall thoughts, what did you think? I was like, I, I didn't know if I was just in the, like, in the moment of it, mm-hmm. or if it really was that good of wrestling. I, it really, but it really was that good of wrestling. I, I really had a really good time watching yeah. this event. Um, yeah. Let's just dive in. Let's mm-hmm. go for it. Uh, our first match was uh, Adam Rose against Camacho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Rose, now on Raw and SmackDown and mm-hmm. pay-per-views, uh, Going against Camacho, a guy who I think is still up and coming. We've talked about him week in and week yep. out. He's a favorite. I love I him. Really love Camacho. And then he comes out with his ring gear and his entrance music, and you just go, "This doesn't fit this guy at mm. all." No, he needs a totally like a complete makeover, gimmick wise, music wise, ring attire wise, everything. Yeah, it like does not fit him. Uh, I think his offense in the ring is really good. I mm-hmm. think everything about Camacho is great. He's um, really good. Yeah, especially in this match, I thought he had some. Really cool moves, some really good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. My notes from the match, just from the get-go, awesome butterfly suplex uh, near the beginning of the match by Camacho. That, uh, that. Had so much height on that and, like, tossed Adam Rose. I had the exact same thing written yep. down. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, there was a moment in the match where, where Adam Rose hulks up. Mm-hmm. That was kind of weird. He does that. Yeah. And I don't like it. Me neither. That's one of the things I don't like about... The only person who can hulk up is Hulk. Yeah. And well, da- Daniel Bryan does it too. That's he, his like little fighting spirit. He does, thing or but whatever, his but. his seems more like I just pulled a move off, and now I'm going to get myself energized. Mm-hmm. Not I'm getting hit, and the hits don't <laughs> that, affect me. That is what happened. You're right. That is what and, Camacho is hitting Adam Rose, and Adam Rose is shaking his head no. Yeah, and, and then and then he just got fucking stopped with like a boot to the face. It, I just don't like it because. We are already suspending our belief so mm-hmm. much that when I'm seeing a guy get hit and he's just, like, choosing not to yeah. feel it, yeah. I think it just, it's, it's stupid. It's silly. Yeah. Um, Camacho was playing to the crowd really well. He I thought, did. I thought he was, yeah. like, yelling at the crowd and kind of getting after him and, mm-hmm. and jawing at him. I thought it was a really good opening match yeah. with a couple of guys with, uh, a, Camacho doesn't quite have the charisma, mm-hmm. but I think he's getting there. Uh, I think he's going to be, like, a really cocky heel, and I think it's going to be something, like, really, really cool. I hope so. Um... Adam Rose had a, hit a really, really, really nice spine buster. I also had that written down. Adam Rose does such a great spine buster. He, I was so surprised because I'd never seen him throw one out oh, before. Oh, really? He, he does that nice, like, mm-hmm. Arn Anderson Triple H style where it's, like, sucking you in, that big turn with, like, a huge step, yeah. and that follow-through kind of slam. Love it. Always looks good. Yes. But Adam Rose wins with a party foul. Any other notes from that match? That was it. Uh, I thought it was kind of like, yeah, why did... Well, Adam Rose is new, and they're promoting this thing, so we kind of said, like, yeah, Adam Rose will probably win this. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of— I, I'm okay with it. It, it. Free up some space for the new talent. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think I think Camacho will get—he'll um, get a push, and yeah. I think you'll see him around for a while. Uh, Sami Zayn vignette after that, a mm-hmm. nice little vignette uh, where Triple H congratulates him after the match and everything. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, 
I think it really shows that Triple H is very into the young talent that he has down in NXT. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting to see. Uh, there, right after that, we go to the ring and uh, we have the ring announcer saying Tyler Breeze has entered the building. And my note for that is Tyler Breeze always shows up late. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you know what? I didn't even think about that. He, oh, he is never on time for a mm-hmm. show. Apparently, that's just something you put up with. I like it. Yeah, that's okay. Next, we had uh, the Ascension against the Luchas. Bef- uh, my first note is uh, I I underlined Ascension before this match even started. Like, I didn't think there was any chance in hell that the Luchas were coming in and doing yeah. anything to stop the Ascension. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I don't understand the yaw thing that the crowd does. Still, it's been months I don't get I don't it. Know. I don't know. I don't get you it. You got me. I, it's, I don't like anything about Mm-mm. the Ascension. No. I, I think I read somewhere that, like, somebody tried to, like, say they're kind of like the Acolytes, and I'm like, no. I just don't. I, I don't, don't, like I don't really dig them. them. Yeah. But they do have awesome double-team maneuvers. They I think do. They, I think yeah. they work really well with, as a team. I don't like their gimmick. I think <laughs> I think they look silly, and the lights <laughs> flashing is funny. Um, I love the way the NXT tag titles look. I'm not, like, a huge fan of... Tag titles from, like, the present or the past or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been tag titles where I go, yeah, those are cool. NXT tag titles look good mm-hmm. because there's not, like, colorful flags or anything on It is straight, like, that gold. Oh, man, it just looks good. It looks good. I like I the really current like WWE tag t- champs. I'm okay with it, but I don't care for yeah. them, honestly. It's just, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really give a shit. Kalisto is so small. He is. He, like, I knew that he was a small guy, yeah. but, like, standing next to, like, Victor and Connor, you just go, oh, that's a tiny man. <laughs> what a tiny, tiny this man. He's a very tiny man. Uh, the Ascension hits Fall of Man for the win, and uh, I wanted more offense from Kalisto. Yeah. He got almost none. Uh, El Local, like, did most of the work mm-hmm. and got the shit kicked out of him for pretty much the whole match. And Kalisto got yeah. kind of, like, tossed out of the ring. I thought he had, like, a cool, a couple cool, like, moments where he's, like, flipping around, like, on the outside of mm-hmm. the ring and, like, mm-hmm. hitting people's heads into, like, the ring apron and all that stuff. But other than that, it was just kind of like, yeah, I knew how this match was going. Yeah, there was a cool second rope moonsault, and yeah. that looked really good. Mm-hmm. But when Ascension is in control of the match, it's just slow. Yeah, that's, that's just the pace they work. So whatever. Uh, that is a crowd that really likes that team. Mm-hmm. I think when that team gets called up, I don't know that they're going to have the same kind of... I don't think they will. Presence right away. No. Uh, and, and I think it's going to leave people, especially like on the internet, going, whoa, this, these team, this team's great. Why is the crowd's not reacting? It's like they're not, they're, they're not that kind of team. No, there's, they work well in an indie kind of mm-hmm. setting because it's a smaller. smaller environment. Yeah, yeah there's like, they're, they're a little different than everybody else. In mm-hmm. WWE, if those guys came out, like, I, yeah. I would, if I were their opponent, I would just laugh at them. <laughs> uh, that gimmick is not for us. So, any other notes from the Ascension and Lucha's match? No, I just wish I would have seen more offense from... Yeah, Kalisto. Yeah. I thought, like, he's so cool. Yeah. He's so cool and so crazy. That guy is, like, the next Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I really feel that way, and mm-hmm. I hate putting labels like the next bleh on yeah. people, but fuck, he has so much charisma in the ring, and he's mm-hmm. doing crazy shit. He's so clean. He, he looks good. Who yeah. did they hit Fall of Man on this uh, time? It was a low call, so Ricardo Rodriguez. They That is the one thing I love about uh, him. Th- uh, yeah, El Call backflip sold that and it looked awesome they it looked like they tore him apart yeah it It was really cool but that's a that's about the only thing i like about the ascension there you go yeah i think they uh, again cool double team maneuvers that's about it yeah um there's a tyler breeze vignette next Mm -hmm. uh showing tyler breeze 
If you've never seen Tyler Breeze, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but next, we go right into Sami Zayn and Tyler Breeze, number one contender match. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn comes out. He's got new music. He's skanking and Ska's coming back and all right, guys. Yeah. Uh, I like it better than his old music. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I, I do like it. I know it's still Ska or like Goofy or whatever. Yeah. I do like it better than his old music. That's good. Tyler Breeze comes out next. Tyler Breeze has new music. I don't like it as much as, as his old music, but he sings it, which makes me love it. <laughs> that is like HBK. <laughs> yep. Like, original HBK theme. I know you guys probably know HBK's theme, sung by a woman who's, I think it's Sensational Sherry. Um, it was originally sung, or it's sung by HBK now. Yeah. It was originally sung by Sensational Sherry, so I think it's like a swap, because I have a feeling Tyler Breeze is not going to be the one singing a song mm-hmm. for very long, because it's really, like... Narcissistic? Oh uh, Yeah, but it's, like, really, like, grating to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's goofy. Um, let's see. As far as this match goes... There was, uh, I like Tyler Breeze doing that bulldog uh, mm-hmm. into that second turnbuckle. Uh, I think that's a really cool-looking move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn hit an Arabian press, that moonsault. The, uh, Sit-down moonsault? Yeah, that springboard mm-hmm. moonsault to the outside from the top rope. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Uh, these guys work so well together. They really do. They're a lot of fun yeah. to watch. Uh, the commentary team was so fucking good. So, so, so good. They are the best commentating team one period. One hundred percent agree. William Regal, mm-hmm. uh, like my notes for this week's Raw, because mm-hmm. man, there were some times when it I was, was just like garbage, I was literally yelling, yeah. "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah. Call up friggin' uh, William Regal, replace yep. him with my like replace Michael Cole with William Regal, because <laughs> I think William Regal and JBL mm-hmm. would be great together. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just uh, it's a different it's a different kind of announcing, team, and it's a, an announcing that I really appreciate more. Yeah. They didn't talk about the other matches during the matches. They called what was in front of them. Uh, William Regal talked about how every move, you know, was yep. impactful and everything. And Byron Saxon had his, like, little heel moments. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, it was great. I, I really, I really, really enjoyed like it. it, man. Um, that pull-out powerbomb where I think uh, Breeze mm-hmm. is holding on to the top rope and Sami Zayn, like, pulls him out. Mm-hmm. And it's a sit-down powerbomb. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think that looks so good. Uh, Sami Zayn really is like the perfect kind of underdog face here. Yeah. He's a great uh, man. You can just put so much behind this mm-hmm. guy, and your heart just fucking bleeds for him every time he's down and out. <laughs> you just go no. Ooh. But at the same time, I like the more I see of Breeze, mm-hmm. the more I love yep, him. Yep, me too. It's like his gimmick is so good for the type of like wrestler that he is. Yep, I I love it. Yep, it's so so much fun. Uh, next note that I have is uh, Sami Zayn hits an ugly looking Orange Crush, which was a generic move. It's that. Grabbing the hands from underneath, uh, lifting and flipping into that sit-out position. Yeah. Like, they're like sitting on his legs where he's squatted a little bit. Into the suplex, suplex into the power bomb. Yeah, They made it work, but I think that's probably going to be one of the few times you ever really see that move hit. If, if you haven't seen it, like how it really looks, look up El Generico Orange Crush. Mm-hmm. It, man, it's awesome. I think they kind of overshot or under... There, there was a miss... There, there's just a little misstep in it, yeah. and it it's a bummer, but they... Kept it going, got up, rolled like small package through it, and yeah. went into like the whole sequence and looked really, really good. Yeah, uh, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the match was a little interesting. Uh, Sami Zayn goes for the hell of a kick. Mm-hmm. Breeze ducks and hits like a low blow, but it was really unintentional. Mm-hmm. It looked really unintentional. Uh, so Zayn is kind of like stepping back, like oh, he got hit a low blow, and then turns around and boom, money shot. Which yeah. God or the beauty shot. Sorry, money shot was Val Venus's move. <laughs> Uh, the beauty shot, which is, man, such a good-looking move. Mm-hmm. 
Tyler Breeze makes that move look so good. It, he has so much elevation, yeah. and his tassels yeah. like hide that it doesn't like kick the shit out of somebody's actual face. Yeah, so it looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Any other notes from that match? I, I we saw a lot of things you don't normally see or you haven't seen in a while. We mm-hmm. saw some DDTs, yep. which I miss DDTs. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a normal DDT. We saw a really nice exploder suplex. Yeah, into that corner. That was great. That was a great, great Ooh, moment. Yep. That was a great moment. I. For me, I this might be my match of the year. Yeah, it it was really good. I was really impressed with it, and it told a great story. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, Sami Zayn, not the number one contender. Tyler Breeze, number one contender, which is good because that that keeps Neville going as a uh, as like the underdog champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to face a new heel, and uh, I think ta- I think this will elevate Tyler, Tyler Breeze a lot, good. which he could use. Yeah. Um, next, we had uh, Rusev. Uh, coming out, doing a promo with Lana, and then Mojo Rally comes out. My note here is, ha 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 Mojo cuts a USA promo. <laughs> this was this is what I wrote down, and I and I underlined this because I wanted to read it. Mm. Uh, I wrote just when I thought I didn't care about Rusev, I stopped caring even more when Mojo Rally came out. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just wrote, more accolades, less praise. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mojo gets hit just with, like, the accolade twice, and that's pretty much it. Uh, this was just to show Rusev's dominance more. He's been on WWE TV. Yeah. He's down in NXT, and he's dominating. That's pretty much it. Nothing really mm-hmm. else to talk about there. Yep. Uh, there's an NXT women's title vignette in a page promo saying, hey, NXT title, women's title's great. I'm a Divas champion. If the NXT women's title means something. So next we had um, Charlotte and Natalia going one-on-one. This is the finals for the uh, NXT women's title tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte came out with her dad, Ric Flair. Natalia came out with her uncle, Bret Hart. Uh, really great moments. Yes. I thought very, very cool match. Really mm-hmm. slow-paced. Um, real chain wrestling heavy. Some, yeah. some old school kind of psychology in this match. It would have fit really well in, like, late 80s WCW. Yeah. That is what I thought. Uh, Charlotte had new, had new music, mm-hmm. and I think Natalia had new music, too. I think she did. I'm pretty sure they did. I so ne- it's a night of new music for people in NXT. I think they kind of, this was the show, NXT Arrival was the show to kind of, like, break it in. Mm-hmm. And then this is the show that kind of is going to define yes, them. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think that's why. My very first note from this match, the match gets underway, is there's a very excited little girl. And like the <laughs> probably like the fourth or fifth row back, yeah. And she has a uh, a divas title and the uh, women's title and like so, like an action figure of <laughs> I think like AJ or something. I didn't pay attention. And she was so excited to see like the women's match, and that made me so happy. That's good. I saw that, and I'm like, yeah, they're like these are like good women wrestlers, mm-hmm. and there's like a little girl who's like so excited to see like the women wrestlers wrestle. That's like representation, and I thought that was fucking. Cool. That was really I cool. thought that was awesome. That was because I thought this match was really pretty good. I, I loved this match. I didn't particularly I think I might have mentioned this last week. I didn't like that they attached it to Bret Hart. I, I agree. And, and that's that I didn't think it needed it. Mm-hmm. Um I, get I can why. I can see why, especially on a NXT takeover. This is like, hey, we're gonna see Ric Flair and hey, we're gonna see Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. dude, we'll watch it. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. That's to get you to tune in. Man, this match I thought like lived up to the hype and like kind of the build that it had for like the it, last month yeah yeah and that's and that's why i wish 
they weren't there mm-hmm. because I wanted it to have the hype that it had built itself, uh-huh. not the hype of yeah. Ric Flair and Bret Hart. I thought it was cool that uh, Charles Robinson, Lil Nate, yep, uh, refereed <laughs> refereed this match. Oh, really? Because I have a note where uh, Ric Flair starts getting up on like the ring apron, and uh-huh. Charles Robinson yells at him to get down, and Ric Flair yells at him, and I just say Nate yelling at Lil Nate. <laughs> Uh, I thought there was a really cool moment where there's a leg ri- a leg whip by Charlotte mm-hmm. off the apron. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. Kind of yep. working the legs and everything. Uh, Charlotte missed a moonsault at one point. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Yep. They, they're talking about, she was going for a home run. That was that was going to be the one to end it. And yep. I thought that was great. Really, really, really cool. Um, a sharpshooter reversed into a figure four. Man, really cool. Man, yeah, I didn't expect that. The figure four headlock. Yeah, what? I thought I thought that was really cool. You that, don't see that very no, often. No, and I think she should use that more. She has she has like really long legs and has a mm-hmm. a very cool way of utilizing mm-hmm. that move. It mm-hmm. looks really good. And they called it. They said it, this isn't just a head scissors. A figure four headlock. Yep. So that was really cool. I like that Regal called it in like she he called her intelligent. Yep. That was a really good mm-hmm. descriptor for that style of wrestling. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Um. Interrupt me here with any notes that you have, but mm-hmm. I have a uh, Charlotte locks in the sharpshooter as like a little slap in the face. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really, really great. And then, um, and then she won with it. Yep. And th- there was a uh, she had to bow down to the queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much where the match. I mean, it was like, oh, I'm gonna tap. No, I'm not gonna tap. Oh, I'm not gonna tap. And then bow down to the queen is what ends that match. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a nice moment with all four in the ring. Mm-hmm. And they're hugging, and it's like, oh, what a great moment. This is. Uh, Charlotte wins the NXT uh, women's title. I thought that was such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair was, like, crying, and he was yeah. so proud of his daughter. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. That was cool because if you've ever seen um, some of the stuff where Ric Flair is talking about Charlotte, mm-hmm. he is so, like, like caring mm-hmm. and supportive of everything she does. Mm-hmm. He was on the uh, WrestleMania 30, like, panel with mm-hmm. uh, JBL and Michael Cole and um, – Mick Foley and they brought up Charlotte and same thing. Tears started coming out. He's like, I'm just so proud of her. She has that it kind of thing for wrestling yes. where she has that natural charisma. Mm-hmm. She's extremely athletic. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't turn her face because she's a great heel. She's a, oh my god, she's she's, great she's a she's a great great heel. Mm-hmm. But uh, any other notes from this match? I'm happy she won clean. Yeah, me too. I agree. I, I'm glad there wasn't. Uh, like a real kind of like shady finish to it. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. Clean, great. clean win for the women's title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great. Yep. Honestly, I thought this was better than the next match. I, I agree. <laughs> I do agree. This is, like People were saying, like, oh, man, what an incredible women's match. A match of the year. It's it's not. It was a great women's match. There's way better women's wrestling, but you don't see it on WWE yeah. TV. Mm-mm. So, like, please please refrain from telling me how great <laughs> WWE women's wrestling is when you compare it to other things outside of WWE. Yeah, uh, really. Hey, it was great WWE women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, we had an Adrian Neville vignette next talking about getting his four teeth knocked out and being a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville. A really cool standoff at the beginning, except when they cut to Tyson Kidd and he's standing there looking at Adrian Neville and it's like a zoom in on his face and he goes, don't move. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, they're zooming in on, on Adrian Neville and then like they cut and zoom in on Tyson Kidd and Tyson Kidd's like looking at Adrian Neville uh-huh. and, he, and he just like says, don't move. What? <laughs> it's what? Like, yeah, it's because they want, you know, you want tension at like the beginning of the match. Yeah. And that, to me, was going like, okay, the rest of this match, and it sucks, but the rest of this match, I'm judging Tyson Kidd a lot because he's calling this whole match. Yeah. Like, that's how this match is going to go. Uh, I liked it. It was slow mm-hmm. towards the end, mm-hmm. but then picked up yeah. uh, with some really cool spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot more ground-based than I was really expecting it to be mm-hmm. uh, from a couple of guys who, high, who are high flyers. But yeah. Tyson Kidd's a great mat wrestler. 
Yeah. He's a really, really good Matt he, wrestler. He is. And that, it, it was pretty good Matt wrestling. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it had a lot of dyna- like dynamism to it. Yeah. Or, and, and it was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. So There was a cool spot where that was at second rope Russian leg sweep. I thought that I was that. really cool. That was really cool. Uh, they kind of talked about it. They kind of didn't where uh, Tyson Kidd goes for the sharpshooter, gets out or uh, Neville gets out, and then locks in the dungeon lock, which I wish he would use more. It's that modified sharpshooter where he grabs the arms, pulls in close, and just starts fucking kicking him in the face. <laughs> like, damn, that match, that just looks fucking cool. Yeah. What a great-looking move. And what a good name. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah. Uh, so Neville gets out of that also. There's that uh, flipping leg drop where Neville's hung up in the ropes. I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome mm-hmm. by Tyson Kidd. Yeah. That looks so on point. That was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. The standing top rope Frankensteiner to the Red Arrow was such a cool finish to this match. Whoa. What a big, big finish mm-hmm. to a match that like really could use something like that. Yeah. Um, now Neville is two for two on NXT pay-per-views, I think. That's good. Yeah. So very cool for him. Yeah. Uh, and then the end comes. Tyson Kidd does not shake Adrian Neville's hand. Mm-mm. Some uh, real heel tactics there uh, <laughs> where uh, he's just walking out. That's it for Tyson Kidd. Any yeah. other uh, notes? There was a, a, a spot in the match, and I forget exactly when, but I wrote it down where Tyson Kidd pats Neville on the head. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah, exactly. He, he was doing like little heel things throughout. It's so funny yep. to me. Yeah, really, really cool. Really good mm-hmm. match. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys haven't watched TakeOver, uh, don't let us just talking about it uh, dissuade you from watching it yourself. Yeah. I really suggest it because I, I, had, I had a great time, and I think the commentary really lended itself to it a great really, event. Like, yeah. I had it written, I think, in almost every one of these matches. Great commentary. Some great comment. Commentary. Yep, yeah, exactly. On the commentary. Awesome. So. Awesome job. Uh, and that'll roll us right into pay. Oh, by the way, we're not talking about SmackDown. So if, you, if, if you're here to listen to what we thought about SmackDown, sorry. Uh, fuck it. I want to talk about NXT way more than I want to talk about SmackDown. <laughs> uh, so that'll roll us into payback. Uh did you watch the pre-show? I did. Mm-hmm. What did you co- think? Oh, of course I watched the <laughs> I can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk a, a lot about how we hate repeated bookings. Yep. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. It. I love it. Cannot it's, get enough. Because it. it's fun comedy matches that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like I really like these groups. And, hey, you know what? It's giving them screen time. They're on TV. <laughs> where, where 3MB would never be on TV. They wouldn't. They're every, week to week, every show. Yeah. Good for them. A good amount of time. More than some, like, more than, like, Sandow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of is a bummer, but. Yeah, really. That's um, okay. Any notes from this match? I mean, the only note that I had was that uh, Torito loses or Torito wins mm-hmm. uh, after Hornswoggle like takes off a mask, but it's not the mask, <laughs> and then it's uh, the one, two, three of the moonsault, and uh, Hornswoggle gets his head shaved into uh, the no hair on top mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few notes uh-huh. of uh, Jinder was hindered. He was hindered, which you shouldn't do. No. Um, I loved the bowling ball, as they called yes. it, of Swoggle jumping through the was it the bottom rope. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know if most people notice this. They were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Torito was in a red suit with black hair on top. Uh-huh. He was dressed like a Chicago bull. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, that's really funny. I was watching it, and oh, I'm like, oh man, they should have talked about that. I wish they would have. I didn't even think about that. I don't think the commentators noticed. Damn, what, what a great little thing. That's yeah. so funny. And I, his, he and was, sh- yeah, you're right. And the shirt said like two and a third, and yep. then I was like, no, it was like 23, 23. like Jordan. Yep. yep. So I thought that was really cool. Commentators didn't pull up, uh, yep. pick up on it. Uh, the only comment I had was towards the end when they kind of let the scene where they were shaving his head go on for too long. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, it's 2014 and we're still laughing at midgets getting their heads shaved. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll call a spade a spade. Yeah, here. right. I mean, that that's pretty much it. Like, we're, uh, like it, you took it a little yep. too long. Yeah, they sh- I, they should have cut it shorter. I do agree. But that will us right into the actual pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus for the U.S. title. Uh, anything of note that you have here? 
Sheamus came out first. Yeah, I that, that was my first note also. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman shuts down the CM Punk chants. Mm-hmm. He's not here. He's at the United Center watching the Blackhawks streak be broken by the LA Kings. And then that rolls into the same way my client Brock Lesnar broke the broke the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. He is such a wordsmith. Genius. Genius. So beautiful, good. beautiful. Uh, Cesaro comes out with the biggest puffed out chest I think I've ever seen on a man. He is walking with his chest all puffed out with the big fucking, the big jacket and yeah. like the, the towel underneath it looked great. I love Very it. Very awesome. Uh, let's see. I'll just run through notes here. We because we're uh, we have a lot to talk about in no time. Oh man. Uh, twenty beats out of the Bowery, whatever the fuck it's Who called. Gives a shit. It wasn't ten. He did it twice, so it was twenty. Yeah. The battering ram countered with the European uppercut looked off. Fucking amazing. Looks so good. This yes. match was extremely physical. Yes. These guys wrestle really well together. I really like. They are it. slamming the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Awesome tiger bomb. That, yes. That double under. It's a double underhook into a power bomb. Mm-hmm. There's a tiger bomb, and it looked fucking great. It is so, like, lift-up, delayed slam, like, oh, so beautiful, beautiful by and Cesaro. Deadlift, suplex off the second yep. rope to Sheamus. Sheamus missed, his feet slipped. I don't know if, I don't know if people watch this. Oh, His yeah. feet slipped off the bottom rope. Didn't matter, because Cesaro fucking gutted it out and lifted him he all lifted the way him up and over. over. Oh, it was great. It That's was so how great. strong Cesaro he's, is. He's incredibly strong. He missed it. He was yep. supposed to help him with a yep. little nudge. Yep. Didn't Nothing. get nope. it. Uh, his feet slipped. Jesus. Uh, Swiss death, where the, the lift into the uppercut looked great. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're calling it Swiss, Swiss death. I think they're calling it like, I, I actually don't think they're calling it anything. Very mm-hmm. European uppercut, whatever. Yep. That looked great. Uh, the other move they don't call is the Alpamere water slide. Alpamere is, uh, there's a water park in Alpamere. Mm-hmm. Um and it's uh, there's a huge ass water slide, and that is what that name is moved out in, named after. It's the um, it's like the Death Valley Driver sort of, where he lifts him up. It's up on the shoulders right. and then down into like that slam. Mm-hmm. That is that move. Oh. Really, really, really looked great, and that went yeah. right into the uh, spin, the Cesaro swing, which is like the first time I think I've seen him doing in like a really long time. Really, really long time. Yeah. Uh, twenty two, twenty two rotations. Twenty two goes to pick up Sheamus. Small package. One, two, three. Bull. Fucking shit. Thought it was such a good way to end this match. Really? Because, yes, because Sheamus looked out of sorts, so he looked beat to shit, mm-hmm. but he got the win. Mm-hmm. Cesaro was up and ready to fight when the match was over, and so it was like Sheamus stole one. That mm-hmm. is what I have written. I, Sheamus with a small package stole one cool finish because that continues that feud. That's a good point, but I see, I kind of feel like... It doesn't make anyone look weak. Yeah. It makes Sheamus look like... He like he snuck one out. He got the victory, and that's what's important in that because it was for the U.S. title. Yeah, I guess my problem with it was I felt like the commentators mm-hmm. didn't draw attention to that. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like, oh, Sheamus wins with a small package. Yep. yep. Oh, that, that's bullshit. No, it was. Uh, it was to keep both guys looking strong. That's good. I really. What I kind of saw going into that is I think they might even actually just push Cesaro for the IC championship. Yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like we're going to get maybe like a little bit of a four-way feud thing we got going on with the IC I'm and the US. I'm down with oh, that. Me too. I like it. Anything yeah. anything with lower card feuds, I love. Absolutely. Uh, we get a countdown commercial, <laughs> um, which I love. If you guys don't watch countdown regularly, it's probably my, like, my favorite thing on the WWE Network. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love I it. I look forward to it every week. Me too. I love countdown. Uh, mm-hmm. There's probably a new episode tonight. Yes. Very great. Um we also get a guy in the second or third row with three fucking Jinder Mahal signs. I, I know. Who brought three? Three. <laughs> who brought more than one? That guy. Who brought one? That, <laughs> that guy did not want Jinder to be hindered. Jinder, At all. Jinder, I know you're listening to this. We want you to not be hindered either. We think you should be the most unhindered you can be. The least hindered possible. This man 
was doing his fucking due diligence to get your name on TV. <laughs> you need to like write him a letter. Yeah. Like damn Game your turban. I think there was like a picture that was just like Jinder Mahal's face. Yeah. It was great. Three Jinder <laughs> Mahal signs. There, there was a woman in the front row who looked like the undead. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't agree. Know if you yes, that. Yes. I was just like, I can't stop yeah. listening. Like it, this woman is crazy. It was like, uh, I pointed, I thought about, uh, sting the guy dressed like sting in that, that first WrestleMania raw, the post WrestleMania raw. Uh, <laughs> So next we had Broads against Rybaxel. Uh, I cannot choose who I want to win this match. I can. <gasps> who? Rybaxel. Who? Rybaxel. I love the big guy. Love the matching tights. Mm-hmm. Love the matching tights. Let's go Hawks chant. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, love the double team moves by Rybaxel. Yeah. For a couple of guys, we say this every week, for a couple of guys thrown together as Paul Heyman guys and then dumped. Mm-hmm. What a great tag team. Though that the epitome of tag team wrestling is in Rybaxel right now. Yeah, two guys that fill in the holes for each other. That's awesome. Awesome. I really love their moves. They're so goofy and cocky, and it's great. They're good heels. Yep. Uh, Cody drop kicks everything. Does moonsaults, and it, man, the moonsault looked uh, head first bad. Ooh. Sorry, Cody. Sorry. Hey, Cody. Let's cool it on the moonsault. But you know what? When he's aggressive, he's so much more fun to watch. I I agree. And that's I think that's part of what he's missing because mm-hmm. he's pretty good on the mic. Yeah, I agree. But he needs to be more aggressive in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop doing a moonsault. Yeah. Uh, Cody got power bombed into Gold Dust. Jeez, I thought that was pretty cool. That was nuts. Uh, he started telegraphing his disaster kick like HBK, yeah. holding onto the ropes and kicking, yeah. kicking, kicking, and then jumping up to uh, to get disaster kicked, and then it got reversed into uh, shell shock. Yep. Uh, Cody Rhodes was very sad. He was fed more. He he was he was fed to Ryback. So yep. uh, I don't know, Brian. If, I don't know if you are aware, but uh, Ryback rules. Yes. Uh, Cody's very sad guy. in the middle of the ring, and uh, that's it. Any other notes? He, yeah, he, he he has a sad promo, and he says, "You deserve a better tag team partner," and leaves. I I don't know what they're gonna do with that. I do. I I mean I should I shouldn't say that. I do know what they're gonna do with that. I'm surprised that they did it this way. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be like a surprise kind of like big turn thing, but I think I see where this is going. It's going to be something where Goldust lose, Goldust lose, Goldust lose, and then he gets really mad at Cody, and then they fight, right? I go the other way. Cody Rhodes goes, you need a better tag team partner. Uh-huh. And then Goldust has already been teamed up, as of our recording now, has been teamed up with two different people, Sin Cara and Kofi Kingston, mm-hmm. and has lost both times. Right. This continues for another couple weeks, and then Cody cuts a promo and finally goes, I understand why we lose. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not the weak link. You are. Yeah. And then attacks him. Makes and sense. And then Cody Rhodes turns heel because Goldust is a sympathetic guy because he's like 40. He, exactly. <laughs> and you've seen him for so long and, and people recognize him. So I think that's where they're going. That'd who be, knows? That's good. Yep. Uh, Lana promo where uh, she comes out and then Rusev comes out waving the uh, Russian flag. He's announced by Justin Roberts, which I thought was kind of strange. Yeah, at 138 kilos. The kilos. When he's at 138, I'm like, oh no, he fucked up. Kilos. That that was weird. Yeah. Well, he's Russian. He doesn't go by Imperial. He's metric. Dumb idiot. Uh, no, Big E it. comes out with uh, the American flag. There is an American flag, Russian flag wave off. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you noted that too. Hell yeah. I wrote two grown men swinging flags at each it other. Aggressively. <laughs> yeah. Like... That should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> uh, Big E Langston in some USA tights. I like those tights. I thought they looked really yeah. interesting. Uh, it's a fucking slugfest Jesus. from the get-go. They just like collide in the ring and just beat the shit out of each other until Rusev hits a German suplex. Mm-hmm. And then Big E spears Rusev off the apron. Uh, I like crazy Rusev. Hey, I didn't think I was going to like Rusev. Rusev, when he started getting beat, and then he comes back, and yeah. he's like 
fucking aggressive. Whoa. What, he sells, and then it's fun to watch. Yeah, he, he was what I've been waiting for exactly. from him. Any, anyone to go against him yeah. to put up a fight, because I like watching Rusev sell mm-hmm. and then come back. The guy's as big as a fucking door. It's He's nuts. so huge. Um, he hits a big-ass super kick, mm-hmm. or I guess sidekick, on uh, Biggie Langston, and mm-hmm. then puts him in the accolade. I thought Biggie Langston was going to rally out and get out of the accolade one time, yeah. and then get knocked right back into it. That was not the case. Nope. Oh, well. I really hope they go with a new finisher for Rusev. I, I agree. He is such, and I've said this mm-hmm. every single time, mm-hmm. high-impact guy, he needs a high-impact finish. I, I, agree. I agree. That's where. That's why Biggie Langston is so good with that big ending. Yep. It looks so big when mm-hmm. he hits it. Mm-hmm. But Oh, well. We get a Money in the Bank commercial next. Uh, so Money in the Bank is the next pay-per-view, and our pay-per-view, mm-hmm. again, Money in the Bank 2010. Yep. Send us your reviews. Uh, go home show at mega64.com. Dollars with googly eyes. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan is shown backstage. And then uh, we're going into Kofi Kingston against Bo Dallas, uh, the inspirational Bo Dallas. That's I right. Uh, Bo cuts a promo about the Black Blackhawks losing. Uh, that was great, and he's so shitty and like big, <laughs> big grin smile. I love it. That was great. This match goes to a no contest because Kane comes out and then destroys Kofi Kingston, and then Bo Dallas comes back in and he reassures uh, Kofi Kingston that uh, he just has to Bo leave. <laughs> I was bummed because I really wanted to see another Bo Dallas match. Uh, that's okay. I'm sure we will get many, many more. I, I know, but I thought it was cool that he got a pay-per-view yes. match. Yeah. Like Jerry the King Lawler was very upset that he had a pay-per-view yeah, match. Yeah, like... That was weird, right? Like, to a fault. Yeah, like, it, was, it was really strange. He needed to stop. Yep. Uh, so then uh, we get RVD and Bad News Barrett next. Mm-hmm. Bad, New- Bad News Barrett comes out, cuts a promo about RVD getting destroyed tonight with the Bullhammer. He'll, uh, he's going to lose... That's that's it. Like there wasn't. I thought I thought as far no. as his promos go, this one was pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah he told you what he was in. Dude. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Bad news, Barrett uh, versus RVD chance. I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, this crowd is really split because RVD is such a fan favorite, especially like when you get into like the Midwest and like the East Coast. Yeah. RVD is over huge, and then uh, Bad news, Barrett is getting over big, mm-hmm. big, big, big. So yeah, really, really, cool. really cool tights. Uh, RVD looked great in this match. Yeah, honestly, like he looked really, mm-hmm. really, really on point. He was flipping around. He was making everything work. Yeah. He was, like, jumping to the outside. The crowd was, like, eating it up. I yeah. thought he looked really, really good with Bad News Barrett. Yeah. Any other notes from this match? I, like I said, I really like Barrett's tights. I mm-hmm. think Barrett has a very unique offense, mm-hmm. which is one of the many reasons I like uh, watching him. Mm-hmm. And the commentators need to stop making fucking jokes. Yeah. They're, it's terrible. It, it's just bad commentary. Call the match. Right. I know. Just call the match. I know. Uh, we will speak more to the point of that on Raw. <laughs> uh, Bullhammer ends the match. Uh, I like the spot where... He misses the bull hammer mm-hmm. into the ring post, but then he hits the bull hammer later. So yeah. uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. It's time to make a decision. Uh, Step will uh, Stephanie comes out first, and uh, she fucking kills CM Punk. Chance yes, she does. Uh, well, she knows what she's doing. Man, she is a great heel. She comes out. She comes out. Gets a big boo ovation. Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan comes out, and then she's like, "What are you gonna do? Make the right decision." Daniel Bryan thinking about it. The crowd starts chanting CM Punk. And then uh, <laughs> Stephanie says, see, Daniel, these people all want you to quit like CM Punk did. I don't know if you noticed this. No more CM Punk chants the rest of the night. Yep. None. <laughs> hey, Chicago, you got fucked. <laughs> uh, Brie fucking rules in this promo. Mm-hmm. Because we were saying it last week. It's like, why would you put Brie in this situation? Because now I just go like, ah, fuck. Yeah. But – fucking awesome she doesn't let daniel turn over the titles and she says i refuse to be a powerless victim yeah i quit and then slaps the fuck out of stephanie and stephanie like runs backstage yeah i thought that was great it was great and i loved this is where i get so upset with the commentating team because Mm -hmm. in this instance 
they were actually really good. Yep. You had Michael Cole going like, that's good, Brie Bella, like, yeah. doing what she needs to do. And then JBL, yeah. she quit and then assaulted someone. How do you call that courage? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Not your freaking jokes and how JBL made a reference from the 50s. <sighs> Fucking stupid. Great mid-show promo, though. Yeah. Thought that was a really cool mid-show yeah. promo. Kept their crowd hot. Kept uh, kept people, you know, with Daniel Bryan, had that heat for him. You yep. know, that build so he doesn't die down. Exactly. Thought it was good. Yep. For not having a, a title match at the pay-per-view. Exactly. Very cool. Uh, next, we have Bray Wyatt against John Cena in a last man standing match. Big moves right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hitting finishers, and nobody's staying down. I thought that they started ten, 10 counts way too early. Yeah. Uh, it just makes me go like, oh, yeah, he's going to stay down. Okay. Yeah. There's no suspense when it's in, like, the first five minutes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that's just me. Uh, the Whites and the Usos get involved. Uh, I don't really have much of note there. That It starts fucking swinging chairs on everyone. Yeah. That big toss suplex, that the suplex, the throw through the table of John Cena looked really, really that good. That was really cool. Uh, Cena throws the steps at Bray Wyatt, and holy shit, that looked fucking nuts. Yeah, I think he messed up his arm. Yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt looked fucked up the rest of that match. Yeah, well, he, like, if you look back at it at the match, you can see on his, I think it's his right arm. I think he's bleeding. You can see, like, a stream of yeah. blood. And then yeah. for the rest of the match, you'll notice his elbow's all dinged yep. up. So I don't it's know if it fucked. was then, or, I mean, that, that was a sick spot. Though. Yeah, I thought that was a great spot. Yeah. Really great spot for for a match that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt hits Sister Abigail on the, on the outside when John Cena goes to jump down on him. I thought that was really cool, and I think that's when they should have started counting yeah. A ten count. Yeah, I think I think that that might have been like a little too late in the match to start it, but like it should have started around then because before that it was way too early. Yeah, there's an AA on the outside of the ring, um, and then the Wyatts and the Usos return for I don't know. I guess you just need some more fucking crazy spots. I guess so. Uh, you had an ass blast by Tuso through to, a table, through a table on Rowan, and then you had a superplex from the top to the outside by Harper to Unoso. Holy shit! So that just takes them out of the fucking whole equation. That's yep. it. Yeah. I mean, nothing else that you really have to worry about those guys at all. Um, there's that big running crossbody by Bray Wyatt to John Cena mm-hmm. through the timekeeper's wall. That, that was, was a really cool spot. I mean, shit was just getting demolished. Uh, they go all the way up the ramp. They're fighting all the way up the ramp. And then, like, some explosion shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they fight up on... And let me see what I have. Uh, they fight up on a suitcase next to a suitcase behind a suitcase. Uh, so they fight up there, and then John Cena delivers the AA to Bray Wyatt through a suitcase and then drops a big suitcase on top of Bray Wyatt down for a 10 count. I'm honestly tired of this finish of uh, last man standing matches where people are buried by stuff. Yes. Uh, Stop it. I made this note as well. I don't remember where I had it written, but I definitely wanted to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I don't like last man standing matches when they end with somebody being trapped. Yep. You didn't win. No, I agree. You trapped somebody. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're the better person. That doesn't mean you win. I hated it. I mm-hmm. thought it was a dumb finish. Michael Cole tried to sell you on it, and I was just sitting there writing down, fuck you, Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was kind of a silly finish. I, For a match that was pretty good, it was okay. And that's why I, I didn't out. I didn't love it. I have a feeling when I watch it again, like in a year or six months or something, I'll go, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, next, we had Alicia Fox against Paige for the uh, Divas Championship. The commentary was uh, particularly bad mm-hmm. uh, in this, and uh, Alicia Fox was a great heel. Yeah, I thought she was nuts and crazy and screaming and uh, all sorts of cool little moments. Yeah. But then, uh, good pace. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's a quick match to let the crowd kind of take a deep breath mm-hmm. and get ready for the main because uh, Paige just locks in the Scorpion Crosslock. Yep. And PTO. Then, yep. P- oh yeah, that, I forgot. They're calling it PTO. Pa- paid time off. Yeah. So Paige mm, tap out. Stupid. Paid time off. Uh, uh, Alicia Fox taking deep breaths. 
on the inside of the ring. She's lost, but she's trying not to be crazy. Yeah. Please don't stop being crazy. Please, please don't stop being crazy. Please keep being crazy. Please keep being crazy. I love it. Me too. Uh, that rolls right into the main event of Evolution against uh, The Shield. I honestly didn't have a ton of matches, like a ton of notes on this match. Because it was, it was crazy, but it was pretty much what I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first note was, uh, Rollins getting smashed for that monitor was fucking rad. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was so fucking cool. And then cool. the triple powerbomb to Roman Reigns through the table was great. And then when they all posed yeah. with the three fists, and then Dean Ambrose, ah, he's a crazy yep. cat, crazy cat uh, jumped on top of him. I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, interrupt me with notes here if you have anything. Um, the backdrop through the chair on the stage to Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. by Randy Orton was fucking rad. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Pedigree to Rollins on the chair, on the stage. Holy shit. Jesus. Uh, Roman Reigns got destroyed by kendo sticks. Like, bad. Like, I feel bad for Roman Reigns. Yeah. I, I watched that and just kept thinking, like, oh, you got fucked. His back was all blue yep. and bleeding. Yep. It was nuts. Uh, hanging DDT by... Randy Orton to Dean Ambrose on the stage uh, on, like, Jeez. the light podium thing. Looked great. That looked great. Evolution yep. was in control of most of this match. Uh, then Seth Rollins dies off the Titantron. Holy whoa, shit. Whoa. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Batista gets eliminated off a spear. Then Randy Orton gets eliminated off Dirty Deeds to a chair. And then it's just Triple H. He comes in with, like, a sledgehammer. He's going to start taking people out. Mm-hmm. And then he gets caught with a knee to the side of the head and a spear. One, two, three. Clean sweep by the Shield to Evolution. Yep. Any... You were right. Batista was out first. Told you. Told you. Yeah, that was that was the only other note I had aside from yep. Evolution. Like, when they take control, they are like bulldozers. Yep. They just... Yep. You're done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking nuts. But I, I'm surprised that it was a clean sweep, but now I get why. Yep, yep. So exactly. that'll roll yep. us into Monday. Yep. Uh, hey, if you were impressed or thought it was funny to uh, post Blue Tista or show us Blue Tista, stop it. It's not funny. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, our, our senses of humor must be very different because all he was, hey, it was a man wearing blue where instead he was wearing red before. Or black. What the fuck do you want? I don't, hey, if he wore black also, everyone in the match wore black. Yeah. So I don't, you just want everyone to wear black? Blue and Tista go together. To Who make, gives a shit? I don't know. Like, it, yeah. we have very different senses of humor. I guess. Uh, Evolution promo right in the kickoff of Raw. Mm-hmm. Triple H says he has a plan. Randy Orton is in wrestling gear. Everyone else is in suits. Randy, fucking. Put on pants. Put on pants. God, just just God, at least get pants God on. God damn it, Randy. God damn it. Fucking. <laughs> get some goddamn pants on. Yep. Triple H says he never loses. It's not over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batista says he doesn't want to fight the Shield anymore. He wants what's promised to him. He wants the title. He wants a one-on-one match. Uh, Triple H says you can have all that once we beat the Shield. It's just, just you would choke. <laughs> and then it was like, oh. Batista quits. Batista yep. says, I understand. I quit. Yep. And he walks out. And he starts waving like Miss America, which is the best Batista, like the best Batista thing yep. ever. That was great. And uh, I wrote a note down here. Mm-hmm. I think Batista has quit more than anybody else. <laughs> in WWE. I'm pretty sure he's like, he's at least quit two or three times. Yeah, he's just he's out of here. Uh, Triple H is furious and understandably so. Of uh, course, we have a back. Uh, I have a note here. Backstage, Tista says that he's he quit because of empty promises. So. I, did, I didn't want to write backstage and Batista. Backstage Tista. Uh, <laughs> next, we had uh, Sheamus and RVD against Cesaro and Bad News Barrett. This is continuing that feud. Yeah. Paul Heyman is on commentary. Um, my, I have a quote. I have a, a note here. Michael Cole can't let anything go. Fuck. Shut up. Uh, seriously. What is with Michael Cole? He, he's like, whoa, what's wrong, Paul? You're not answering any of my questions. And then he doesn't answer any of Paul Heyman's questions. And it's like, what are we doing? 
It, shut up. It makes me so upset. Fuck you. I hate Michael Cole because he doesn't know yep. how to let things yep. go. Uh, Sheamus and Bad News Barrett work very, very well together. They did. Uh, I mean, I know they I know they wrestle a lot like in Europe and everything, but man, they look great in the ring together. They really do. Always really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Cesaro is about to get broke kicked and is pulled out of the ring by Paul Heyman, <laughs> and then they hug, and then they leave. And then Bad News Barrett is very upset about this. Uh, he gets a broke kick and a five-star frog splash for his troubles. Uh, so we're getting a little cross feud. Everyone's kind of I like it chomping at everyone. Interesting. I like it. Interesting. Bring prestige to the titles. Bring action to the titles. Yep. It's it's a mid card feud. I mm-hmm. like it. Uh, Damien Sandow comes out next is Lance Stevenson. I have no idea what Damien Sandow's doing because I thought it was a whole thing where he's gonna like oh he's handcuffed and he but now he just comes out as different characters every week. Okay, whatever. Uh, I love cheap heat. Yeah. Uh, when it's goofy. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And it was great. He's Lance Stevenson. He's blowing at people like he did LeBron James and then talking about how the Pacers lose. Uh, well, they do. Damien Sandow coming out as different characters and getting cheap heat reminds me of Edge and Christian's five-second pose. Hmm. Uh, if you go back and watch those, they would always make fun of the hometown, mm-hmm. get great heat, and that was their thing. Yeah. Uh, Damien Sandow, or Lance Stevenson, is interrupted by the big show. Uh, Damien Sandow says, you go hard in the paint. I got the rock. Uh, and then Big Show just knocks him out and then slam dunks a basketball. And breaks the hoop. What a jerk. Make Big Show slam dunk a basketball every week. I just want to watch I just want to watch Big Show not have to leave his feet and slam dunk a basketball. I, I would love to see that too. I would love to just see him people be doing a backstage promo. He walks in with a basketball, <laughs> dunks it through a hoop. All done. Puts his arms up like he just won the Hell WWE yeah. championship. Walks, walks out. Walks up. Yeah, there you go. Hey, at least Big Show's doing something interesting. Uh next we have a return match from the night before, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston against Bo Dallas. Uh, JBL calls uh, Bo Dallas's promo a bomo. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he cuts a cheap heat promo saying LeBron James believed, and that's why they won. And uh, the crowd fucking hated him. It was great. Awesome. Uh, shoulder tackle with Bo yelling, I'm winning and running to the outside of the ring. Do it every week. I'm winning in the middle of a wrestling match. <laughs> awesome. That's like some old school oh, that's great. Chris Jericho shit. Goofy fucking shit. Yep. Love it. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Beautiful monkey flip in the middle of this match by Kofi Kingston and Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas took it that really like European long look and then flip over. Yeah. Looked great. Mm-hmm. Looked really, really great. Bo Dallas is very athletic. He is. Very, very athletic. I really like him in ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wins with the running Bo Dog. Bo Dallas is undefeated. He is four in Bo. Uh, he does a victory lap. Mm-hmm. I believe. I do too. I love it. I want that. Bo- I don't want wrestling shirts. I want that believe shirt. That's great, right? It's a good shirt. Yep. Uh, Steph comes out next. Cuts a great heel promo in the mm-hmm. ring. I mean, just awesome. She says Kane and Daniel Bryan in a stretcher match at Money in the Bank. If Daniel Bryan is healed, mm-hmm. if not, then the title is vacated. Whoever wins Money in the Bank is the new champion. Either way. Some crazy shit. Yep. I'm excited about Money in the Bank. Me too. Really, really excited. Really like that idea. John Cena interrupts. Which was weird. Very interesting. Yeah. John Cena cuts a promo that's just putting over Daniel Bryan. You don't want him to win. You're selfish. You're stuck up. Whatever. Yeah. I thought this was a really good John Cena promo. Mm-hmm. I was like really impressed. It's because he was serious. And, and you know what? There were goofy moments, mm-hmm. but Stephanie played those goofy moments back, and that stopped John Cena and then, like, they can move on. Yes. It wasn't just like, there's a line that I'm going to say, and then, like, let's let it hang. He said something, and then she said something, and then he's like, one more, like, little quip, and then move on. Yeah. And it felt natural. It did. So I thought this was a very good promo. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cena's put a match against Kane right away. This match is next, so we have John Cena against Kane. 
Kane is almost immediately disqualified uh, for beating the shit out of John Cena. The Demon Kane. Yeah. Um, Kane attacks Cena post-match. Any notes from that at all? Uh, no. Pretty much what I expected. I, I'm just happy that they're doing something like very interesting for the mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm f- curious about to see where it goes. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if it's really like an actual stipulation, if Daniel Bryan can or cannot compete. That's what's going to have to happen just because. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I, honestly, I'm fine with. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, whatever. Orton promo backstage saying mm-hmm. he's going to take on Reigns tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a plan B. Plan A did not work, so plan B. Uh, we have the Los Matadores coming out. Uh, they're going to face Heath and Drew. Uh, Hornswoggle has an afro. Yeah. Uh, the Heath Slater promo saying that uh, a lot of, lot of Rogaine or something or Miracle <laughs> Grow and his hair came back. Okay. Um, <laughs> this, this was a match essentially to just have Hornswoggle get his hair ripped off. Yeah. And then the bull wore an afro. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It and was the awesome. Los Matadores one with the roll-up. Yeah. Any other note from that? thought I, it was funny. It, just keep it going. I, I enjoy it. It's little, not stale. Little, little one-offs. I'm yeah. okay with that. Uh, next, we had Nikki Bella against Foxana. This match was made by Stephanie when uh, Nikki Bella said that on a backstage promo or something on the app that she missed her sister and wished she was there. Uh, and then Foxana uh, beat the shit out of Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was pretty much it. Foxana attacks Nikki post-match after they win uh any other notes from that i mean that's pretty much what you expect yeah right uh, yeah yeah there you go zeb coulter cuts a promo on adam rose um he's on american yep was the gist of that promo and every other promo uh adam rose against jack swagger now uh have the whole exotic express coming out and uh yeah rose slaps swagger on the butt a couple times yep I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was funny. I love their exchanges. Uh, for something I thought I wasn't going to care about, Yep, I like. Yep. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, CM Punk chants. Shut up. Shut up. What do you want? I hate the crowd. Quit it. Just chant for the match. I don't get it. Quit it. Just stop. He's not... It's not like it's their choice. Yeah. I, I don't even know why I'm... We want CM Punk back. Me too. Yeah. Here we are. Well, you know, uh, just follow him on Twitter. He'll be talking about <laughs> Blackhawks. Yep. Didn't use Twitter for four months, Blackhawks in yep. the playoffs? Back on Twitter. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, party foul by Adam Rose <laughs> off off like a little clothesline miss, clothesline miss, and then party foul. I thought mm-hmm. that was a cool little finish. Mm-hmm. That was great. Whatever. How do you feel about Swagger having such a strong manager, but not being able to live up to all the stuff that his manager's saying? Everyone, that makes him a heel more, I guess. Mm-hmm. Every, like, not everyone's going to be in the main event. Yeah. Any, any lower mid-card guides. Yeah. At least Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter on TV. That's how I feel every week. I just, I really like... Zeb Coulter, and then you have Jack Swagger coming out and basically, like, getting squashed. And it's yep. like, well, you have such a good mouthpiece. How is yep. that not connecting? I agree. Uh, the Usos cut a promo backstage. Mm-hmm. They say that they're uh, pit bull crazy. And uh, I have uh, a note here that says Mr. 305 and Mr. <laughs> Worldwide. Uh, I don't think that's the pit bull they were talking about. No, no it's not Kyocho. Damn. Uh, so the Wyatts are taking on the Usos in a mm-hmm. non-title match. Uh Harper and Rowan appear in the ring without the pretense. No, no entrance. They just yeah. appear in the ring. Love it. I like when, that. When they are without, when they are without uh, Bray. Bray, they have an awesome angle. Thing. To yeah, them. they just show up. Mm-hmm. They just show up. Luke Harper. I don't remember if it's earlier or later. He, it was earlier. It was okay, I, the culture I, match. I'm sorry. I I did not write it down. Oh no, I had it and I just skipped it. Uh, Wyatt's cut a promo like just the Wyatt family, which was just Luke Harper yeah. and Eric Rowan. Luke Harper has a, a fucking incredible future in yes. WWE. God, I hope that he they talked about it. being dragons. 
and roaming a desolate landscape. It was awesome. Oh, I thought it was a great promo. It was. It showed that that group has more than just Bray Wyatt. Yep. And I love that they're giving Luke Harper some yep. time to talk. Luke Harper just looks great. It, Everything he does is just so in that character. He's fantastic. He's already proven himself in the ring. Now mm-hmm. he's proven himself on the promos. Yep. Like, man, yep. I cannot wait to see more from him. Uh, most of this match is pretty good back and forth. I think mm-hmm. it's. I think it's good. But I also noted. I think they're holding back because I think when they have a title match, it's going to be fucking bonkers yeah i think it's gonna be huge spots yes. when these guys go with each other because they had big ass spots the night before yeah um harper dives on unoso and then uh tuso dives on harper i thought it was like good moments and like the match okay the match itself was pretty good yeah uh rowan wins rowan gets the victory that's what i wrote that down with, too. A, with a sit outside slam on tuso yeah cool yeah i liked it me it, too it looked big it i mean he hit big and now they have you know uh a title shot i yep. think coming up so mm-hmm. i mean that's the whole point for all of this exactly um, um so i'm i'm excited i really like the wyatts and uh the usos have been getting a lot better yep in terms of just like in ring everyone's like everyone's been really improving they let luke harper talk more mm-hmm. and then bray wyatt goes away and now he carries the promo and luke and eric rowan gets to say a little thing he yeah. gets to say follow the buzzards yeah cool great that's fun mm-hmm. um i'm really excited for a title match me too. Really excited. Um, Alberto Del Rio against Dolph Ziggler next in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Uh, here are my notes. One, Money in the Bank qualifying match. Two, cross arm breaker for the win. Three, I just drew an unhappy face because <laughs> Alberto Del Rio beat Dolph Ziggler in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Yeah. I I hate that Ziggler has been getting good offense in mm-hmm. matches and looking really, really strong and then losing in the last minute. Yep. Really don't like that yep. because the biggest complaint about Dolph Ziggler is that he had no offense. Yep. Now he has offense and he can't win. Exactly. <laughs> but that's just us overanalyzing. Mm-hmm. I get it, but mm-hmm. whatever. So I thought I thought that was a very sad moment. That was my saddest moment of the night. Uh, yeah, until, I was bummed. Until later. <laughs> um, Ryvaxel against Sin Cara and Goldust. Cody Rhodes set up Goldust with a new tag team partner in Sin Cara. Yeah. Uh, there are Goldberg chants. Fuck you. Shut up. Just fucking fuck morons. Uh, my only other note is Axel wins with the face buster Love to Sin Cara. It yeah, it looks really good. Hmm. Um, Cody Rhodes was watching it backstage. Uh, no other notes here. Nope. Gold Dust just couldn't win again. But and this will play into that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hero of Russian Fer- Hero of Russian Federation ceremony, which was just a Lana promo and Rusev getting a medal. No one interrupted. I guess that was just it. Yeah, he got he got a medal. Uh, apparently, and this is what I wrote down. Apparently, in Russia, you get a medal for beating up black people. Hell yeah, because that's all he's done. That's it. Uh, next main event: Reigns versus Orton. I'm ready for this match. Me too. I, I like. I think this is gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. What are they gonna do? Because it's only two. It's two against three. Mm-hmm. Shield looks strong. Uh, Shield cuts a promo. Dean says, "How do we look? We look good. We're still standing." Yeah. He talks first. Seth. He has a good promo. Roman Reigns fucking killed it. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. He talks about that he shows a, a hand, and he says, this is evolution, and he closes his hand into a fist, and he says, this is shield. Yep. And then he says, Randy Orton, come down so I can hit you with a symbol of excellence. And yep. it's like, oh, fuck. And he tosses the mic backwards. That's so cool. Let's fucking do it. Triple H comes down. He's holding the sledgehammer. Rollins goes outside. He grabs two chairs. We're ready for a fucking war. Yep. Rollins turns on the shield. Oh, shit. Rollins grabbed the chair and slammed Roman Reigns with it. Fucking destroyed him. Like, I thought it was, man, that moment was like, crack. I had chills. Me too. And then what made it so much better, Dean Ambrose. His face. Complete shock. Yeah. Of like, they talked about how they were brothers. Yep. And like, 
he just stood there mm-hmm. and looked at Roman and looked at Triple H and looked at Seth and I looked at Roman and then looked at Seth and started making his way over to Seth. Like, didn't even, like, charge. It was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then gets slammed. Destroyed. And, and then just destroyed with, the, with chairs. He broke the chair yep. over him. Yeah, man. man. Uh, the best part of that, and I watched this over and over and over again, when Seth is about to hit Roman with the chair, the crowd realizes it in that split second, and you hear one guy in the crowd yeah. go, No! no! It's so fucking it. awesome. Yes. That was like some Game of Thrones shit. That, that was awesome. You have no idea. Uh, oh, man. Huge you sold out chant. That was fucking nuts. Uh, Orton destroys Roman Reigns with chairs. Yes. Crazy. New Evolution stands over Ambrose and Reigns. Hey, people are ready to jump in and go like, This doesn't make any sense. They were the shield was so strong. Mm-hmm. I Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose were like the only ones to like pick up losses. I don't know that. I don't know that Seth Rollins ever got pinned or anything. Like he, the guy's just like he was the architect of the shield, and mm. he saw it falling apart. Like just have him say that. And now he's Evolution has a new member. Now there's the past, the present, and the future. Yeah, Evolution. He evolved to be part of Evolution. So that's how I. I think that's how I feel. This is a wise back office decision. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's flipping out. Why do this? Why do this after they won? Oh mm-hmm. my god! Like one of the biggest matches of their career. What better time? Yep. What way to solidify Rollins? Because let's look at this in terms of how Rollins would have been without this. Yeah. He honestly he would have been buried. Yeah. I I think I I'm really surprised and nobody saw it coming. I yeah. love sh- I, wrestling is shocking moments. Mm-hmm. What a shocking moment. Uh, this is what's going to keep him around as a main event player mm-hmm. for a while. Yep. Because, again, he would have been down with Kofi Kingston yep. after the Shield broke I, up. I, I agree. And this this uh, automatically elevates him. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Me too. Man, we're already running overtime, and we have, like, emails to get to. And I feel so bad because we're not going to be able to read, like— a bunch of them, but guys, we read like all your. We sat down before the show and like read all your emails yeah. and like, okay, we're gonna read this and then we're gonna read that. Then we're gonna go to this one. And we're gonna go to that one. Ever like so many people emailed in and guys, I feel so fucking bad. Dylan Pitts, uh, B- Benjamin Sheik, Bill Murphy. I like you guys all wrote in and you had like really good stuff to say. Uh, Bill talked about how he actually likes the Ascension and he wrote like a whole yeah a rundown of uh Takeover and Payback. JD Wagner had a whole uh. He wanted to talk to us about payback and takeover. Yeah, man. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? We read them. I know. You know what? You know what? You know what? I feel really bad for. Hey, Mitchell. I want to give you a shout out. Uh, Mitchell J wrote in. Mm -hmm. He had a house show report, and we're not going to be able to read it. I feel so bad. I know. There was just so much. We didn't even read SmackDown. You know what I mean? Like there was just so much we wanted to talk about. Mitchell went to the house show in Springfield, Illinois, the day before the pay per view. And it's like, damn, that's such a cool. What a cool time to go. Yeah. He said that's his first house show. And it's like, damn, damn man, I hope you had so- – and from the email, it seems like you had a great time. Yeah. Uh, man, everyone who wrote in, guys, I feel so bad that we didn't get to read your emails. Uh, really, really cool stuff. But goddamn, I'm sorry, guys. But we are over time. Uh, Brian, what a what a crazy week of wrestling. There was too much to talk about. Way too much to talk way, about. Way, 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 way too much to talk about. Um Damn, but next week, and get them in as soon as you can, guys. Yep. As soon as you can, get your reviews in, because we're reading them. 
fuck it. We're, re- we're going to go fucking nuts. Yeah. We're going to read all your reviews we will. for Money in the Bank 2010 for our second ever paper review show. Uh, send it in, gohomeshow at mega64.com. That's the best way to contact us. But you can get a hold of us on Twitter at gohomeshow. Yeah. Uh, find us on Tumblr, which we don't update often enough because it's not convenient. Sorry. Nope. Thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash gohomeshow. Is it Go Home Show? The Go Home Show. I know. Either way. It's hard to know. God. Uh, guys, we're over time. I'm so sorry. I feel like we should have like gone way faster and did not have time to. Oh. <laughs> but next week, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank 2010. I think it's going to be a really cool show. Uh, Brian, any other closing notes? Just go home.